TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. I know you're happy with the structure in the back end, but do you feel like there's still, you know, things to figure out in the middle there? I mean, people have to step up, right? Um, not every day they're going to go seven innings, right? And uh, today, um, I think um, Danish made a good pitch. Uh, and the 3-2, it was a walk. Then he got out of the inning, you know, we, we saw, you know, Robles, he was, you know, the bottom of the lineup. But, you know, he got two outs right away, and then that happened, I think, uh, the previous inning, we got two outs right away, and then they scored three. So uh, we just got to do a better job as staff. Second hour of Late Night with KJ on WEEI. Thank you so much for hanging out, getting ready for the weekend, holiday. This is the time where, you know, Dale Melfanger was get to the British. Actually, you know, the fighting was going on in the winter, but, you know, when we finally got the paperwork together. You know. Happy birthday, America. Look, that's Alex Cora saying, you know, well, he's saying Hansel Robles without saying Hansel Robles. Like, tell me you're Hansel Robles without telling me it's Hansel Robles. Not getting out of an inning and giving up three runs to the Cubs who have seen virtually no daylight of sun with anything this year. But, you know, with Rich Hill, you kind of have to hold your nose and pray for the best, and it wasn't the worst, but you didn't get to five. And that's what Alex Cora is saying. Look, you know, he didn't get to seven innings, and in the middle of the bullpen, didn't get it done. Some would say the Red Sox last year, right? And so, just when it seemed things were kind of, Okay, and 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 I am a. I'll get into the Tanner Houck talk here in a second, and we'll get his 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 sound here in a little bit. This, the next two three weeks, are going to determine whether the Red Sox are going to be the kings of the hill when it comes to the wild card, or if they'll be on the bottom of the hill potentially, fighting off potentially another you know maybe an AL Central team because they're battling pretty hard there. Where, look, you don't want to be the last team. And then you you want to see the Yankees either already eliminated or get them right away. But there's going to be a buy for the two best teams this year with the new playoff system. And the Tanner Houck stuff with Toronto and Canada, I think has really become just a super and somewhat dumb distraction. I mean, how... I, we're almost as long into this pandemic that some say is not going on. I'd still say it is going on because people are still dying from it. I don't care what you have to say about that. I've 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 got a I've got a latex glove you can smell if you want to say something about it. But we kind of know the drill. You know that Canada's not gonna just let you in. 
And you also know that a person has a right to make the decision. The Red Sox already knew this. This isn't the beginning of the season. You just knew this was going to be what it is. And so now Tanner Houck is available again because for those who don't know how maps work, Chicago is back in America, but, you know, if he goes further across that Lake Michigan thing, he can get into Canada. So he can be back with the team. And after the game, of course, Tanner Houck was asked about the Vax thingy and what happened in Toronto. It's tough watching the games and not being available. Uh, yeah, it's tough watching, but I mean, it's all really can get to say about it right now. Uh, did it make, did it make you rethink at all? Just with the team playing in Toronto in September. I'm just not going to comment on it. You know, there's this saying. You know, I play a doctor on TV, but in real life, dot dot dot. Come on, folks, stop playing doctor. We know the drill. We know how some people feel. This is not new news. The Red Sox knew it. I mean, think about it. When the season started, was Tanner Houck the closer? Uh, no. Where was he? In middle relief where you think, hey, someone else will pick up his slack if they have to go to Toronto. So just the vitriol that just has been going on, well, He should know, and he could cost the team and everything. And you know what? In a crazy way, you're right. Because if the playoffs started today, guess who the teams would be? The Red Sox and the Blue Jays. So I understand if you worry, because when you do the math, in that one game where they lost the lead and it was a blown save and and people, they lost their minds, Okay, if you're going to say Tanner Hack is responsible of 0.12% of this year's games, I'm Tanner Hack. I could sleep it well at night. But if he's responsible for the loss of 50% of a playoff series, oh boy. And I think this is what Tanner Hack may have to understand. That, hey, bro, you can roll this way all you want, but come playoffs, and if it's wild card one, the Red Sox, and wild card two, the Blue Jays, you're not coming. And if it looks that way, because the way the Yankees are leading the AL least, let's just call it what it is. The Yankees would pretty much have to be caught in an in-season scandal and have all bats and balls removed for the American League East title to be lost. Now, I think the Red Sox may may get it down to four games and make it exciting because I think there's a train wreck coming for the Yankees in August. Hunch I got. So, if you're Tanner Houck, this is really what you should be thinking about. Yeah, ignore all the questions that you know. Like, I mean, that I mean that was kind of a lazy question. You know, did you feel bad sitting at home watching that? What if he told you, he's like, well, you know, actually I was watching this great program about Def Leppard making the band on this channel called Reels. It's incredible. Like, they do all these metal bands. Yeah, what if that was his answer? Oh, he's not taking it serious. Maybe he's not a team player. Oh, if he's not a team player, then he could have been like, nah, I'm not closing games. I'm here to kind of relieve, but not close. There's a difference. 617-779-7937, the text line 37937. Still to come here on WEEI Late Night, we'll talk a little bit of Patriots and some of the few good stories that are being attempted to be pushed out 
as well as Make Money, Money, Make Money, 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 where we'll look at some odds in Vegas, courtesy of BetMGM, of where you may want to lay your money down on some of the NFL. And there's kind of a change because in, in one of the situations because of where things stand or they don't stand with Deshaun Watson. That's coming in about 20 minutes. But to say that Tanner Houck is not a team player with the Red Sox, again, I said the Red Sox knew that this guy is not vaccinated or or is not in compliance to go to Canada. I don't know if it means that he might have had one shot and didn't get the second shot, uh, you know, because there are different. It, there's been updated rules in Canada, even with the NBA. If you remember, they're like, oh, you know, when Winhurst, you know, I guess after had his pillow talk with Kyrie Irving, you know, there are some Celtics who can't go to Toronto because Canada kind of changed the rules, you know, around January fifteenth. So Tanner Houck may have been in old compliance, but may not be in current compliance. And there are decisions that teams have to make. Like, is it more important to have you on the roster and provide the services that you can provide when we're here? Or do we get caught up in the rigmarole of what people have to say because people are fighting and arguing with each other and families going back and forth because of stuff that's gone on over the last two years? Uh, The business of winning games. But again... Tyler Houck, I'm sorry, Tanner Houck really has to consider. Is it potentially worth being responsible for maybe 50% of losses in a seven-game, potential seven-game series against the Blue Jays? Because you you can't sweep, you know, there are going to be at least three games there. Do you want to be responsible for potentially that? was last week a foreshadowing of what potentially could be down the horizon. And because of that, I do understand, not necessarily agree, but I do understand the fans' frustration with Tanner Houck and his vaccination status. There'll be more games in Toronto. They may have more meaning later in the season. That's something for Tanner Houck to worry about. You're not going to speed up his decision. Just know that. All right, 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. It's KJ Late Night. Right now, it's time to trend with my guy, Ethan. Ethan, you got it? The Greg Hill Show, weekdays 6 to 10. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. All right, it's time now for what's trending at WEEI and WEEI.com. In Celtics news, the big two trades from earlier today as the Celtics have made moves for Malcolm Brogdon and Danilo Gallinari being praised by everyone for being able to keep the band together. Yes, sir. Avoiding trading Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, and a few dum-dums on Twitter saying maybe even move Tatum because he is not the all-NBA player that... It's like having David Lee Roth stay with Van Halen and getting Sammy Hager to play uh, rhythm guitar and and be able to sing a couple of tunes. That would have been the ultimate dream. Like, wow, Van Halen has two guys that can sing. (laughs) Uh, The Red Sox also fell to the Chicago Cubs today, 6-5 in a tight one. Trevor Story managed a couple of runs on the afternoon while Duran Cordero and Vasquez all had one run apiece. The Sox play the Cubs again tomorrow night with first pitch set for 7.15 p.m. You can catch the pregame show with Brian Barrett. 6.15 right here on the Shaws and Star Market, a Red Sox network. And then the big headline news, as we mentioned earlier, and had a couple of laughs about Adrian Peterson and Le'Veon Bell. 
bringing boxing to life with their star-studded matchup July 30th. Do you know at one time in a foregone age, football players who were in contract disagreements with their teams would use, I'm going to go become a professional boxer as leverage, and it used to work. There was a guy named Ed Tutal Jones who played for the Cowboys who was who was not happy with his contract with the Cowboys and walked away and fought and started winning fights and was thinking, I could win another fight until they put him in the ring with a real guy and his ass was back on the field. Is that what? Was it Bo Jackson who went and played baseball? Well, is Bo that, Jackson was always good at baseball. Yeah, well, I'm, is that why he ended up going to play baseball? Because uh, um, was it a money thing? No, I never actually he went to go play baseball because his, his, the, the orbital bone at the top of his hit was shattered in a playoff game against Cincinnati. Oh, okay. I never yeah. knew why he actually. I knew he went and did baseball. I oh, did yeah. not know the actual reason mm-hmm. as to why. Well, that is what's trending. I am Ethan Hursadulu. And to you. All right. Trending brought to you by Screwball Peanut Butter Whiskey. The warm weather's here. And Screwball Peanut Butter Whiskey is saying, screw it. Let's shoot it. Lick the salt. Shoot the screwball. And finish it with an orange slice. Lick it. Shoot it. Screw it. Screwball Peanut Butter Whiskey. Please enjoy responsibly. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device. Credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Oh, Ethan, you gotta lock. You gotta let this rock. Let it breathe a little bit here on WEEI Late Night with KJ. Oh, get ready to turn it up. Yeah. You probably would never guess who this is unless you're like a super, super fan of the man. Just hear a few of the voice of the man, the greatest of all time, Michael Jackson. Can't let her get away. I fooled you it was the instrumental. I was going to have Michael Jackson sitting here on Late Night WEEI. Thank you so much for being here. It's KJ. So, look, uh, it, it's very interesting that the Patriots talk is very quiet. And sometimes quiet is good. Look, I have an 11-year-old, and sometimes I tell people, like, look, when my kid is quiet, that means two things. They're doing no wrong, and I can't say that they're about to do wrong. But the Patriots, I think that's key that a bit of quietness needs to happen because 
things are kind of, they've been loud about what's been going on or what hasn't been going on with this team. And one of our writers here, Kyrie Thompson, has a great article at weei.com. you got to check out. It just came out on the 29th, so like two days ago. And he mentioned something very key. He mentions how the schedule is going to be considerably tougher, and I've said this. Look, Pats fans probably after this season might need to send Cam Newton a thank you card because that bad 7-9 and nine season allowed Mac Jones to have a season where they win 10 games, go to the playoffs, and if it wasn't for Jamar Chase catching everything, including butterflies, night flies, and, 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 and beagles, for that matter, Mac Jones would have been the rookie of the year. But when you win and go to the playoffs, your schedule becomes a bit harder. Kyrie is nice when he says it could be an 8-9 win season. Let me be the damn Grinch who stole Christmas. Let's try out that 6-11. and because when you look at some of the teams on the road that the Patriots have to play, you're asking, as Kyrie calls them, average to good receivers? Like, you need them to all be absolutely perfect for the most part. Right? Like, look, you have someone like Randy Moss. Like, you make a mistake and you can still burn somebody. Like, that's how great Randy Moss is. You're literally talking about people who have to get, like, 97s on every single test just to be able to say, you know, I, I, I can go to college. <laughs> like, you don't have to. Most people do not have to be that good, but that's where this receiver core is for the Patriots. Now, I have said, and I've been laughed at when I've said on KJ and Dondero by my partner, Mark Dondero. It's a, it's a great show. Let me do a little small plug here. 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Sunday mornings here on WEEI. You literally get a dosage of like John C. Riley and Mark Wahlberg in Boogie Nights. That's, that's the energy. I said, look, I would bet the farm. Well, not the farm, but I'd bet a dollar. I'd do one of those trading places, $1 bets between the Dukes and say, I bet you the best receiver in that room coming into the season is going to be Kendrick Bourne. And Mark said, if Kendrick Bourne's the best receiver in that room, then the Patriots have a problem. And I say, ta-da, that's how you come up with 6-11. and 11. It's going to be a problem. It's going to be a problem. I was having a conversation with a buddy of mine today down in Millis. And I was saying, look, you know, when you're receiving core and you're saying, hey, you know, like, because there's so much exciting about Tyreek Thornton. There's, there's just so much excitement about he's got speed. He's got hands. Yeah, has he had a bunch of people in Green Bay, Wisconsin, screaming in his ear on third and eight <laughs> with a blitz package coming? You know, you 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 turn one shoelace the wrong way, pick six. This isn't college. This isn't the little smaller ball, and you beating some kid who's just happy to have a D1 scholarship and to get a girlfriend who's from another town. That's like college football. Like, I've gone D1, and I've got this girl from Arizona who's in love with me. Oh, she on the football team? No, she's on the softball team, and she's really good. Maybe you should go play softball, son. Look, I'll say this till I'm blue in the face. Position players in the NFL take time to develop. Take time to develop. Like if, like I, the last person I could think of that as soon as they stepped on the there's when I'm give, I'm going to give you some receiver names, and I was like, you know what? As soon as they stepped on the field, they were ready. Randy Moss, 
Charles Johnson, Megatron, Keenan Allen is one. Um, and I'm talking about wide receivers. Tight ends are a different story because you can be an athletic tight end. Like when you think about what what Urban Meyer had at Florida with that guy there. I just won't say his name. Like we won't talk about Bruno. We won't talk about that guy. You had an athletic tight end for a bad throwing quarterback. Like, look, the guy who came here and wore the 81 that everyone got to turn in and got all their money back, that that guy was a beast on the field, and his quarterback was horrible. Well, Tyreek Thornton has to be incredible with a really good quarterback, and that could be that that's going to take time. I mean, think about it. We were watching videos of John U. Smith last year thinking, like, my goodness, this dude could be security by, by night and just devastating tight end by day. And it's been devastating. You remember the Saints game? First play, second half last year? Bounce off the shoulders. Pick six. Never the same for John U. Smith. So Kyrie mentions in this article at WEEI, Kyrie Thompson, that look, it's going to be a big if with Devontae Parker there. And I totally agree. Now, I'll stay away from using the word that that is associated with, you know, the green character on Sesame Street who lives in one of those cans because I don't want to use it because players get really offended when you use that T-R-A-S-H word. I'm not going to say that. But how are you going to be the number five receiver in the same division, get traded, and suddenly you're the number one receiver on this team? Like, make it make sense. Like, if if you said, like, hey, Devontae Parker's been traded to a Canadian football team, okay, he might be the best receiver suddenly, you know, or even if it was the Jacksonville, you might be like, okay, he might be the best. But no, he's in division. Who trades in division someone who they still see value in? Remember, this is supposed to be the year that the Dolphins kind of This is what they talk about. We're going to run past the Patriots, too. And you're going to give them, like, quality quality meat, you know. I don't know if you remember your college days. Sometimes when you're low on money, you'd be like, hey, let's go find the meat that has two stickers on them. One that has the markdown and the other one has the 50% off. Now, the thing about it is you need to cook that meat tonight. Right away. You can't put it in the freezer and be like, oh, we're good. We'll have it at the end of this week unless you want to be bowled over. That's kind of simple. Like, how many stickers are on the Devontae Parker package? How many? Is it one? Is it two? You know, people are like, well, he torched, the, he, 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 you know, he had a big, he had, you know, he, he would burn the Patriots. And I would point out that, you know, you ever notice that the Patriots-Dolphins games are always either the first or last game of the season? Like, those are two different gauge points, right? First of the season, you might be getting nervous, trying to work some things out. Hey, sometimes defenses are slower to react. Sometimes offenses don't click right away. And at the end of the season, oh, like nobody's nicked up or dinged up or even out of the game because you're on your way to the playoffs. I wanted, yeah, I, I think I looked through some numbers. It was just kind of like, hey, there were only, like, in the games that Devontae Parker had big numbers. I think like it was like 72% of those games were a loss. So it was like, hey, did these things happen in garbage time? But this is who some are thinking will be the number one receiver without even stepping out on the field. And oh my God, Nelson Aguilar. 
Now, here's what's funny, and this may be kind of a Stockholm Syndrome thing that could be very good, is this is last year. Either you're going to play out of your face or play out of the league. I mean, you're he's literally a bad season away from being a permanent meme of the guy in Philadelphia talking about how a guy caught the baby being thrown out the window of a fire and he say the guy wasn't like Aguilar. Like, you know, Aguilar would have missed the baby. You don't want your NFL career to be reduced down to a meme about your inability to catch the ball. John o. Smith, same category. Hey, tis the season. So if you get really great numbers out of these guys this year, one, it would be a huge surprise. Two, it would change, change the perspective of everything. But also three, it would mean that, hey, if Aguilar has this big year, then what does it mean for these other guys? You know, Kyrie goes on to talk about the Cole Strange, um, you know, the draft pick and, you know, how he might be seeing time very quickly and so forth. And it's definitely something to check out. He talks about, like, you know, the lack of a true number one receiver. And I would say if you, like, added up all the receivers and divided them by that number, you still wouldn't get a number one receiver. And, you know, a number divided by itself equals one. So I, it, this is what it, it's an asterisk next to it because I, I'm going to stay consistent. I would rather be more wrong than right. But again, I've said this repeatedly. Why didn't the Patriots decide that some veteran with still some juice and someone that a team looks for and has to game plan for was not on the menu for a second-year quarterback who shows to be very precise, accurate, and is not intimidated by the game. Now, there would be sometimes flinches. Sometimes Mac will do the thing where he just kind of like, eh, throw the ball. Like, no. You know, an improved Mac will probably, you know, step out of the pocket. If there's not three yards to get, throw the ball away, live for another down. But that's growth. But if that's the growth you're looking for, you would want someone whose eyes has been there before and has seen it. That's just me. Like, I don't go get mentors of, like, teenage kids. Like, I don't go to a teenage, like, will you be my mentor? For what? You know, not, I mean, granted, a, a young person can show you a lot, but they can't be my mentor. Ethan, you're, 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 you're a young guy. I don't know if you have a little brother or a little sister or something like that. Like, would you let a 10-year-old be your mentor? Absolutely not, not in today's day and age. So if you've got a young guy who's a quarterback, why are you not getting the older veteran receiver who can at least be a mentor to these average to good receivers that Kyrie Thompson mentions in this WEI.com article and and show how it's done when things get when things get hot under the collar? Because teams now have an entire offseason to prepare for what Mac Jones wants to do. Last year, it was making adjustments as the season went along, so that means, like, Mac Jones was always at least a step ahead until they caught up, and you would see it in games. By the time you got to December last year, it felt like defenses were sitting there smiling when they were talking about Mac Jones. They're like, yeah, we want Mac Jones to beat us. You know what that means? The ball going downfield. And what they're telling you, there's nobody that makes them lose sleep who goes downfield for the Patriots. And so I know Ty Montgomery was an exciting pickup. And, you know, maybe Devontae Parker still has some tread on his wheels because now we we can see what he does 
on weeks one and 17 and everything in between because nobody's really seen that. So check out Kyrie Thompson's article at weei.com. It's dated June 29th. Just kind of going through like the room. And I hate, you know, I hate the term the room, you know, the, the receiver's room. I mean, like it could be the men's room. I could care less. I want to see the receiver's field or the cleats or I want to see the receiver's grades. I want to be in the room with them. Like, I, I would be honest with you right now. And I'm going to I'm going to stay hung up on this. Yeah, if Joe Judge is in the front of the room, my God, a a chaplain should be in there to have prayer every day before they start talking. And if Patricia comes in to chime in as well, look, these guys can do it much better than I can. I'm just saying that, hey, look, when they were in charge of teams, one is called the Detroit Lions, and everybody gets to see that on Thanksgiving Day. And the other ones are the New York Giants who were 31st in offense for two straight years while Joe Judge was there. Literally, you had special teams for offense. You kneeled on third down. Yeah, I might. You know, well, it was Jason Garrett. Well, no, you chose him. If you're going to give me Someone this, approved that. Yeah, well, he did. And if you're going to say, well, you know, hey, they've overseen teams. You know, look, because, like, you know, hey, if you were the head coach and you chose the offensive coordinator, that's on you, buddy. And I'm just really concerned. All right. Um, before we get into the break, make money, 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 uh, bet MGM has some great odds. Uh, some of the stuff you play online, maybe you just, you know, I don't know why well, there's a three letter word that I, you know, that stands for something. I can't say that, but it starts with V and ends with N. So, you know, like <laughs> you don't want to pretend you're in Vermont and ladies bets down, but like if you're in Vermont or New Hampshire, or, you know, listen across the network, some States have it better than Massachusetts when it comes to laying money down. You're shaking your head, Ethan. You just can't believe it. It's incredible considering how much the state loves money, and they sit there and watch somewhere like Vegas rake in over like $1.3 billion a year can on I, gambling. Can I, can I take an angle that I don't think anybody's heard, and because of my my minor is in worker management relations inside of psychology, I'm just going to be brutally honest of why there potentially could be a hang-up in the state of Massachusetts when it comes to gambling, is when gambling goes too far for someone, it becomes an addiction. And the state fights with a lot of varying addictions already. And what makes gambling addiction dangerous, and this is why you always hear the disclaimers at the end of them, like seeking help. These tend to be the people who are the most functioning in society. So this is not what you would picturesque with some other addictions that go on and the destituteness that sometimes is associated with it. That's not the situation with gambling. Like Gambling is a situation where... One of the former owners of the Philadelphia Eagles had gotten so deep into debt that they were the NFL was worried that because he was so deep in debt that he was now potentially a pawn to some of the underbelly, if you know what I mean, that the NFL made him sell the team, and that's how Jeffrey Lurie bought the Philadelphia Eagles. So it can so you're literally talking about here's a millionaire. Now here in blue-collar Massachusetts. These can affect families, homes, living situations. It has to be hashed out. Ultimately, you would want to say, hey, if this is kind of a libertarian state where people get to live free, allow those who can do it to do it. Just allow them to do it to do it. But at the same time, they'll probably have to collect a whole lot of money to make sure programs are in place that are sufficient to address some of the underbelly stuff that happens with it. I, I'm just having a real conversation with you. I'm not going to 
I'm not going to sugarcoat it or anything like that. I'm not going to dance around. I, you know, I just think that what could be the hang up. That's actually that's a that's a really fair point because like when you think of like addiction and stuff like that yeah. outside of gambling, right? You can typically uh, t- you, you so, think of a, you think of a few streets yeah. in Boston, right? Yeah, exactly. So that's actually a really good point because you could you wouldn't spot. Oh yeah, that guy looks like he's addicted to gambling. Right, that guy could be the head of a corporation that might be about to go under and is in charge of 400 jobs just because this guy just really believes the Bengals are going to win it this year. I mean, that's a real possibility. So with that said, hit it, Ethan. Hey, I won the bet. Here, one dollar. <laughs> I can give you half. How do you pay, man? Straight cash, homie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take money, money, make money, money, money. It's KJ Late Night, WEEI. Thank you so much for hanging out. So let's look at some of the different prop bets that are out there, courtesy of BetMGM. Um, this is the chance to start ahead and go ahead and look at them. Because if you put even small money down, like, you know, if there's a six to one bet and you put down 10 bucks, that's a nice return for you. So let's look at AP Offensive Player of the Year. You have even odds with Cooper Cup at plus 800 and Jonathan Taylor of the Colts as well. Derek Henry at plus 1100. Debo Samuel at plus 1100. Devontae Adams at plus 1200. Josh Allen at plus 1600. Man, the value right there is with Josh Allen. I said Josh Allen the other day when we talked about this. We've gonna, never done this. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, we, I, we did this last week with, yeah. uh, with Mark. This is uh, you one know of those... what? I'm going to change my answer. On okay, this. what's your answer? I'm a Colts fan, and I want JT. You think JT at, at the plus 800? That's not a bad, especially with, with Matt Ryan there. It seems like they've gotten rid of the dummy issue, which was, you know, Carson Wentz. You know, in the last two minutes, you know, Carson Wentz is the guy who like knocks over the punch bowl at the dance and tries to kiss the girl and trips over the wire and then speakers fall and then things crash. And the next thing you know, Carrie comes out and blood is coming down the walls. But I still I like Josh Allen. And what I was going to tell you is, you know, they'll tell you this industry, the audience at 9 a.m. on Sunday isn't necessarily one that's I don't know, in the middle of the wee dark hours, you know, so. Yeah. uh, yeah, But but this is that time where you think about it. I like Josh Allen at plus 1600. Why? Because he's going to – the NFL wants to make him the story. And I'm not mad at that because he has a very good off-the-field story. You know, you probably know what the, the philanthropic efforts he does with the hospitals there in, uh, in Buffalo. And plus, I also think after the tragedy that happened in Buffalo with the 14 people murdered at the grocery store, there's kind of this rallying story behind the city of Buffalo. So maybe this is also why, you know, everybody's talking about Buffalo this year is because Josh Allen is going to be the darling of the of the league and at 16 to 1 that's a nice odd to jump on early to make some money money. All right, let's look at rookie of the year which is kind of sporadic because I think some of the best rookies that are out there are going to be role players. I don't think anybody's going to really jump up. That's why they have Kenny Pickett with the lowest odds at plus 500. I don't know how quick he gets into the game. Mitch Trubisky might hold his own. Drake London's at plus 700. Traylon Burke, uh, Traylon Burks is at plus 750. Uh, Brees Hall at plus 800. Chart Christian Watson at 850. Garrett Wilson at plus 1,000. Chris Olave or Olave. I don't know. It's a French. Olave. Olave, yeah. Suave Olave. That should be his name. At plus 1,000. I'm going to go. I've go, I've said I think Olave at, at 1,000, 10 to 1. It's a good pick because sometimes these receivers who can be part of sets where there are other adult receivers in the room who have established 
he'll be able to shine. Uh, and I like Olave. Olave is good. Who is the Who is the player right before Garrett Wilson? Uh, right before Garrett Wilson is Christian Watson. I like Christian Watson too because he might have to take over the number one role for uh, Green Bay. Yeah, that's that, yeah. I think Green Bay is in a bit of transition, so I could see that. I, you know, when you give someone like Aaron Rodgers all that money, but you're depending on other young players, somebody has to step up. All right, let's look at the AP Coach of the Year odds, and this is kind of humorous but pretty good. Uh, Brian Dayball has the best odds at ten to one plus one thousand. For the Giants, like really, like can you? Sh- I would. I'd love to go back and see what Joe Judge's odds were in his first year, right? I, because it's the same players there. Plus twenty five thousand, probably. <laughs> Plus thirty nine. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Brian Dayball at 10 to 1 or plus 1,000. Kevin O'Connell plus 1,400. Brandon Staley at plus 1,400. I'm going to pause for a second. Kevin O'Connell at San Diego. I think he's learned his lesson about just, just you know, river, riverboat ronning it. You know, where he was just making all those bad decisions. I, You know, Sandy, well, not San Diego, the, the uh, LA Chargers should be in the play. They should have been in the playoffs last year. And they probably lost three games because of that coach. I'm sure they've been pulled to the side. He's at 14 to 1. Uh, Brandon Staley, four, plus 1,400. Doug Peterson as well at plus 1,400. Uh, Mike McDaniel down in uh, Miami, plus 1,600. Uh, Nick Sariani in Philadelphia is at 16 to 1. Josh McDaniels is 16 to 1, 16 to 1 as well. Matt LaFleur, plus 1,800. I have such a problem with this list because this is this is Coach of the Year, correct? Yes. Why does it sound like Rookie Coach of the Year? Yeah. Or like first year head coach of like the new team that they're on. Yeah, and, the that, and that the year. and that doesn't make sense. But for me, okay, so let's say someone who has a real shot of doing something. Uh, Mike Vrabel, plus three thousand. Thirty just to one. Won it. And like after the coaching job he did, how yeah. is he only plus three thousand? Yeah, he literally carried a, a. Oh, we're done the music. Well, that means we should probably be done with the bit, too. <laughs> but, <laughs> but look, um, and then let me give you the Super Bowl winner. We don't need the music for it because it'll have an intro and everything with the little girl screaming with with Will, with Will Farrell. The Bills are the favorite at plus 650, followed by the Bucks at plus 750, Chiefs at plus 900, Packers at plus 1100, Rams at plus 1100. Uh, the Browns have remained at plus 2500, but they've dropped to plus 300 to win their division at one time. They were even, they were even money, I think, with the Ravens at plus one fifty, just based off of this Deshaun Watson uncertainty. So they've dropped in their divisional standing, but their Super Bowl chances have not changed. Plus twenty five hundred. So who are you thinking there? Bills, Bucks, Chiefs, Packers. I like Bills. Yeah, plus six. I like Bills. I yeah. feel like that, bringing in Brees Hall. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what they do in Buffalo. It's very hard for me to be excited for anything in Buffalo, but I understand, and I'll be a little bit of a fan for him this year. All right, Late Night with KJ continues next. We wrap things up here on WEEI. Thanks so much for hanging out. Yeah. Late Night, WEEI. It's KJ. Thanks for being here for the grinding. Because for some people, they're like, I just grind my teeth when that KJ guy is on. Dear Jesus, what is he doing? And then Jesus says to you, greatness. I'm sorry. Ethan, thank you so much for your hard work tonight. We'll get to Paul in Westfield here in a second. But let's go to the text line. There's a really good text here. So we had somebody bring up the fact that it's not necessarily about the addiction that the uh, legislators really care about. It's just that they want to ensure that they are getting a nice hefty tax cut from all the gambling. You know what the key words in that text were? Not necessarily. So the front door, is you're not going to say out loud that's what you believe it is. 
But on the back end, you know that this is what you have to look out for is the potential of wide-scale operational issues that come along with, you know, letting gaming go too far in your life. You know, it's it's not so much that it's not that gaming is bad, is that people do have addictive personalities. If you want an example, ever stand in the gro- ever stand in the gas at a gas station trying to pay and a person is buying those tickets right in front of you and they don't move their body at all to scratch them off. They stand right in front. You've had that happen before, right? Plenty. That's the addictive personality kicking in. So it, it, you could be anything. It could be girls. It could be it could be sugar. That's a that's a real addictive property. White refined sugar in America. Lord God. So, you know, there are different things that set off addictive personalities. And when you know that there is a big state sponsored situation, there's a lot of I's that get dotted and T's that get crossed. Thanks for the text, though. All right. Let's go to my buddy, Paul in Westfield. Thanks so much for calling WEEI, man. You're on the air. Good evening, bud. Good to hear your voice on the 4th of July. Happy holidays. Happy holidays to you as well. Though it is one holiday. We say happy holidays like, you know, Christmas and Thanksgiving and like, you know, uh, like the New Year's Eve is all tied together. But it's like one holiday. So it's like a double middle finger to you, King George holiday. <laughs> What's on your mind, Paul? Go ahead. Hey, hey it just started raining out here in Westfield. Is it raining up there yet? I'm it's not boring. outside. I'm not doing the show from outside tonight. I, I, I was able to negotiate that. Left I could the windows into. closed. Right. We left the windows closed. The AC is running. Maybe we're running up the bill. Who knows? But I'm going to leave a sink running before I leave here. Uh, Paul, what's on your mind? <laughs> Thank, thankfully, well, I, I got to get to the Durant and the trade bit, but I, on addiction, and then you, you said um, there's not one reason. There's just the core reason, and it's really a lot simpler than you think. They do this to feel good, and then you don't have any kind. When you have financial, emotional, and physical abuse, those are the three angles they try to destroy you and make you a disconnect. So it's like a coping mechanism. They want to feel good, and winning feels good. In, uh, any person who has addictive personality, it's not that they're trying to undermine or hurt themselves. They just don't see the connection between reaching out to feel something positive and then the negative consequences. It's, it's a very good way. A national be. epidemic, but you know. Yeah. All right. And so the Durant trade. What's on your mind? I, I just can't imagine. And Kevin Durant is one of the greatest players. Uh, you know, thirty points average a year this year, last mm-hmm. year, and. The, the the criticism that when they brought them together as a super team and it turned into a pipe dream, uh, Harden couldn't really play. They were both injured uh, for half the season each. And then Kyrie couldn't play because of the, the physical mandate with the vaccine. So that didn't work out due to circumstances beyond their control. That doesn't make him bad. Uh, however, KJ at 25, Jalen Brown is just starting to perform and get to what I think will be an elite level within the next two or three years. And in the next two or three years, if you get that out of Durant for that kind of money, you're stretching it. You know, he's got the Achilles, and it just doesn't seem what you call a good return on investment. You seem better off building on the team that was two games away from winning the world championship. And despite the terrible conditions of uh, Tatum's shoulder tear and, and Jalen, you seem to have trouble ball handling out of nowhere. There's issues that can be addressed. And, and, and uh, I want to add real quickly, uh, KJ, I never really saw the time load. He's Awesome. And watching, I don't ever remember someone jumping up and blocking threes like that out by the, the line. I mean, yeah. he's a special talent, and he can read the floor and pass the ball for a big guy. He's way better than I thought he was. When I was telling you who worries about it, I used ice. That was stupid now that I see how much of a better player he is. Paul, it's always good to hear from you, man. Have a wonderful evening. You're absolutely right, dead on. Paul's always dead on when he calls. Appreciate it. Ethan, I've got the best story to tell you. First, on Lifetime, 
is a story about a girl that I went to high school with. Used to have lunch with her every day in ninth grade. She is known as the suitcase killer. Her name is Melanie McGuire. She's in prison. In fact, her prison uh, cellmate is Amy Lucane from Melrose Place who killed somebody in a drunk driving accident. But my classmate who was born Melanie Slate um, is a alleged and is in jail because she was convicted of chopping up her b- husband's body into multiple pieces and dumping it down into Chesapeake Bay. It's on Lifetime right now. You got to check it out. It's a girl I used to have lunch with every day in ninth grade. And this is even better. So I'm down in New York City yesterday seeing a mentor of mine at Odyssey, New York City. A couple of ladies come in. They're talking about a foundation they're running. There's a woman named Grace. I happen to be in the room. There's a guy who, who's from the next hometown where I'm from. So he sends me a text later. He says, you remember who that Grace was in the room? I was like, oh, yeah, she gave me some, gave me some like granola and some flavor. It was good stuff. I click. I'm like, but why would Grace have a Wikipedia page? I click it. You know what it says in the third line? The ex-wife of Robert De Niro. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here tonight. At WEEI, at KJ Carson. See ya Sunday morning, 9-11. KJ and Dundero. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. It's better here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. A left 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.